0: Hey guys, welcome to Genie Rocket Radio. Today, we're gonna be talking about how to have high impact in your email marketing by implementing what we call the four Ps. Um, If you haven't heard of the four Ps yet, that is completely fine. Um, There's something that we use in all of our marketing tactics and that's the person, the problem, the promise, and the proof. Um, When you use this, uh, principle it's going to help position you as the guide and your customer as the hero which yes if you heard it before that is what is called the hero's journey and incredibly important so let's dive into each of those four and then i'm going to show you how you can actually apply those into your email so you can have higher impact higher open rates and more persuasive content content to get better results um, the first one is the person so that's easy it's who you are talking Two. Now, the more specific you can be, the better. The goal here is to be less general, more specific. So an example would be if you're selling a product or a service going towards an athlete, you could say, hey, this is for any athlete in the United States, and you might be able to speak to them. That, that's okay. That's better than just saying a person, but you could also go deeper to say, I am looking for a Spartan racer on a keto diet in Dallas. Now think about it like this. If you got an email that was directed to you and it says, hey, Dallas-based Spartan racer, check this out, there's a lot more likelihood that person's gonna open it than it is a, hey, athlete in the United States, check this out, right? Because they're identifying with you, they get you, and you've built now a tribe or understand that tribe And so there's a lot more likelihood that you're gonna get more conversion rates, more opens, more click throughs, more reads. And a few items to consider when you're trying to come up with that dream client persona is asking the question of where do they spend their time? What stores do they shop at? What stores do they avoid? What What are their other competitors? Are they considering before they choose you? Just so you can get in your mind who that person is and just use the right language Um, and talk to them more directly. So that's the first one, which is the person. The second one is the problem. And what we wanna ask ourselves here is what real problem is that dream client or dream um, avatar that we just created actually facing? And a lot of times we make the, the problem of jumping immediately into the solution. So don't jump into the solution here quite yet. Um, We really want to understand what is that person's biggest pain. And we want to hang out there for a second. We want to push into it a little bit. We want to understand what their pain is, because we want to position you eventually as the painkiller, not the piece of candy, not the vitamin, but the true painkiller. What is that Spartan, the Dallas Spartan racer on a keto diet's biggest pain point right now, right? Is that he can't find um, good food to eat that's high quality quickly before race, Is it, he needs to find uh, maybe the right clothes to wear for a Spartan race that maybe promote him as like uh, being keto, maybe that's something that he's proud of. Like, what is that real problem they're facing? And then ask yourself these three questions when you're working on, um, yeah, that problem statement. The first one is, would your person or tribe agree that this is their problem? This is not just techno babble inside talk. Is it really a problem they would resonate with? Number two would be Is this the real problem or just a symptom of a bigger problem that needs addressing? That's okay if you're not here to solve that major big problem, but maybe you're one of the steps to get to that bigger problem they're trying to solve. But just be self aware of the real problem you're solving. And then what's the cost of not solving this problem? Right? If that Spartan racer doesn't have affordable, quick to find, high quality keto food before the Spartan race, what's gonna happen? Is he gonna? Um, not end up finishing in a good time because he doesn't have the right energy. Is he gonna have to settle for other non-quality food that's gonna deplete his um, energy levels or maybe dehydrate him in the middle of the race? What's the worst case scenario if they don't have a good solution and they don't solve that problem? The next is what's called the promise, right? After they say yes to your thing, if they say yes to everything that you give them, what is your brand promise? This is different than a guarantee. We're not saying, hey, 100% guarantee money back. If you don't get these results, we're gonna give you all the money back. It's a, hey, if you do these things and you do them the right way over time, our best clients will get these kind of results when you do these things. This isn't false hope and it's not hype, but it's the truth of people that do these things will get results like this. So this really is where the rubber meets the road. And then from here is where you wanna also have social proof, testimonials, case studies, It's all that third party validation, right? We can say all the things that we want about our own product or service, but if we can get other people to say those things and the results that they've achieved, there is a lot more confidence that happens in trusting your product or service. So those are the four P's. So we have person, who you're talking to, problem, what problem is that person facing? Promise, if they say yes to you, what are the expected results they can get? And then finally, the proof, which is what is the third-party validation and what other people say that can prove your promise. Now, whenever you do these things, then then you need to actually figure out how to implement them into your email. And the best way to do that is once you've written out those things and you really understand those four Ps, um, a few tips to consider is create short headlines for your email, subject lines, that highlight the pain or the solution. Here's a pro tip, most people move quicker away from pain than towards pleasure. So if you can really push into that pain, you're gonna get a higher read-through rate. Uh, Second tip is don't over-bake your content. Keep it very human. This is, you're not writing it for robots. You're not writing it for a search engine. You're writing it for Steven. You're writing it for Susan, right? You're writing it for a real person. So keep it human, Um, keep it short. Use headlines and bullet points. People don't like to read, they like to scan. So make sure that you break up your content really well and then have a clear call to action at the end. That call to action could be read more, buy now, um, learn more, um, check out the sale. Be very clear of what that next step is and guide people into that. So if if you're ready to implement this into your email, um, if you have an email marketing system, go ahead and put that in there get it ready. And we like to say uh, to take action, not just Take notes or sit on it so don't be afraid to move into action quickly and obviously if you don't already have a good email system or you want to try a better one we recommend you try genie rocket you can try that for free today if you don't already have an account go to genierocket.com sign up for a completely free account um, get a free trial and you can send your first email today you can start putting these things in practice and getting results. So, thanks for joining me on Genie Rocket Radio today. We went over how to create impact in your email by implementing the four Ps in the email marketing. Guys, email marketing is not dead. Ninety-nine percent of people still open up their phones or their inbox every single day and morning and read their email. So, it is not dead. So, you need to start using it more. So, hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you next time on Genie Rocket Radio. Thanks.